Doesn't that just make you relaxed and in a groovy, groovy spirit there? Well, you're listening to KTOO here, Juno Afternoon from Studio 2K. I'm your host, Andy Klein. And joining me next from Aflisidadje Jazz Quartet, it's Heather Mountcastle and Luke Weld. Welcome to both of you. Thanks. Thanks for coming. This is just Thanks, listening Andy. to a little Stan Getz here. Very good. <laughs> this is a little bit of what you guys are going to be playing. A little bossa nova happening at Crystal Saloon tonight. Yeah, yeah. A little taste there. So um, tell me first about the name. I was been I've been saying Felicidad, but I wasn't remembering or thinking. Of course, it's Portuguese. It's going to have some flair. Yeah, right? <laughs> the the D E in Portuguese. It's it's almost always G. G you know, in, in the particular um, accent of. Uh, in Brazil that I kind of try to work with when I'm, when I'm singing, it's my, it's my way of motivating myself to learn Portuguese is through, <laughs> through these songs. Right. So a felicidade, so it means, um, the happiness in Portuguese. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Great. So what's, what has inspired, what has inspired this group to come together and, and concentrate on doing bossa nova? Luke, I'll throw that one at you. Yeah, well, the bossa nova style is very pleasing to listen to. Oh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> kind of a staple of the jazz repertoire. This group is not simply bossa nova, though. It's, um, I, th- I think it covers the the entire jazz spectrum, um, really. And actually, it goes into rock a little bit as, okay. as well. Yeah. Um, Who's in the group? Yeah, so the group is um, Heather on vocals, um, my, myself, Luke on piano sam roberts um on upright bass and clay good on drums so solid yeah solid 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 pretty some of uh i guess i would say juno's most reliable (laughs) musicians in this style (laughs) they show up to gigs they do, they Plus, do show they, up to gigs and they they play with a lot of professionalism and you know we're we're hoping that this will be a uh a pretty solid addition to, um, you know, the cultural profile here of the of the capital city. Yeah, this is it's happening tonight, but it, it's a continuing series, right? It is. Yeah, most Fridays up until the end of March. Um, so we're um, there's a couple of dates there that the the Crystal Saloon they're having um, other performances um, for the night, uh, but we are having a we are being invited to be uh, residents uh, musically of the Crystal Saloon. Really exciting! That's Thank very you to cool. the yeah. Crystal Saloon for that. I hear they're doing pizza now. Maybe is that right? They are. Yeah, yeah that sounds pretty good. Jazz. It's it's really. I have had some. It's delicious. That sounds great. Yeah. We should mention Sam has a new member of the family, which is his upright bass. He has a new. Yes. Have you seen it? Our, our bass, he, pl- has bass he been players, playing it? Sam Roberts has has been playing his uh, his upright bass, and it's a uh, a new instrument of which he is very uh, proud. I can I cannot <laughs> discern the difference between this and his old instrument, but he tells us that. <laughs> <laughs> the tone Don't say is, that. You're not supposed to say and, that out loud. You said the thing out loud. Much improved. Uh, so yeah. you know, maybe maybe give a listen to that if you happen to come by, and you know, we hope we hope you will um, at six o'clock tonight <laughs> and on on coming Friday nights as well. Yeah, it, uh, upright bass players have a relationship with their instrument that. Uh, it's very intimate. Yeah, probably yes. most of us wouldn't understand. Yeah, well, it's, it's you have to like go around hugging it. Ballroom, you know? ballroom dancing with an extremely large, <laughs> uh, awkward uh, partner <laughs> that you love very dearly. 
That sounds like a good night. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> yes. going to be. Yeah, well, Sam tells us he enjoys it. Yeah. When you're playing Bossa Nova, what are some of the kind of challenges of playing Bossa Nova in particular, just since we're sort of talking about that, that, that you know, that you, I mean, you mentioned language, for instance. Is that something that's a kind of challenge as a singer? Well, it's been, um, I started this exploration, you know, about a year and a half, two years ago, and it was purely parroting at that point. I would take the lyrics and just write them how I would pronounce them. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, gradually, you know, I have and continue to learn the language that way. So it's, um, you know, the power of the power of music through, it's a great tool to learn another language. So I sing in um, uh, English, uh, Spanish and Portuguese. It's Bossa Nova. I think of Bossa Nova, I think of it sort of in a time capsule, you know, the Astro Gilberto, the Stan Getz we just played. You know, is it something that is that in Brazil is thriving, continuing, growing <laughs> or is it or is it treated a little bit like a time capsule there as well? It is treated a little bit like a time capsule there. I mean, I think I think Bossa Nova down in Brazil has definitely they're looking for new newer new waves you know bossa nova it means new wave so they're they're kind of past that point i think the reflection will probably it'll probably happen within the next like 3 or 4 decades but at this point they're a little they're a little over it they've, yeah. they've been they've been hearing it for a music. while yeah, yeah. <laughs> right but um so we're but we're kind of trying to bring it bring it out a little bit bit here cuz i think it still has time to shine yeah yeah, that does, we're we're not like strictly period players. I think yeah. if you come and hear us, you'll maybe discern that we have our own take on on this style, which is which is maybe appropriate because the bossa nova style was not simply a Brazilian thing, but kind of a, a fusion of you know Brazilian traditional music with. Uh, you know, American jazz. The pop sensibilities as well styles, in there, yeah. jazz as well. Yeah, right. It uh, but it, it remains very rhythmically intricate. You know, that's something you can maybe look for. Very rhythmically intricate, very harmonically uh, intricate um, with a, a certain characteristic blend of melancholy and uh, and happiness, a, a kind of... Uh, uh, you know, sadness and happiness at the same time. That Nostalgia, kind of that kind of paradox. Something. Yeah, right. So, are there musically? Tell me musically about playing it. You mentioned it's it's complex musically. Is there certain time signatures, or is there certain what is it? What is it about it that makes it musically complex? I would say it's very rhythmically complex compared to most other styles of music, even in the jazz idiom. Um. And you know we are fortunate to have one of Juno's best drummers playing oh, with us, uh, play good, and, and uh, smoothest and coolest, and just happening back there, just rely on Clay Good. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's also very harmonically complex, and I think that may be a reason that it's fallen out of favor in Brazil. You know, it, it it's kind of a uh, you know, in addition to being sort of old timey, um, it's. Uh, it's just it's kind of difficult. Um, it's kind of a, an elite activity in some ways. So, so I don't know. I guess you could maybe congratulate yourself on feeling sophisticated if you come and hear us and enjoy some pizza. I'm already feeling sophisticated for you. So, <laughs> come and enjoy that. Yes. Um, have something yeah. on, something on the rocks, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're pretty explorative, like in that style and others, like Luke mentioned earlier. You know, Bossa Nova is included in our repertoire. We've got jazz, you know, and the kind of contemporary takes on 
uh, on on all of those, and uh, it just kind of is was what was hot on my Spotify playlist, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, right. you know, and you pitch it to the group, and you try to find uh, the groove with these particular people, um, and it's such an excellent group of musicians. You know, it's 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 great to feel out those ideas and have it be a collaboration. That's yeah. what I look for in a yeah. in a group. Yeah, I think when you come and 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 listen to this group, you you may hear that this is one of the finer jazz ensembles in in this uh city. So um so we we look forward to, you know, delivering a pretty consistently high level of quality um yeah. to uh, you know, to the people. Yeah, that's I mean it sounds I mean it's kind of yeah, it's a murderer's row lineup, so uh, for sure. Um with Sam and uh, Clay Good on drums as well as uh Luke Weld and Heather Mountcastle. Playing Friday nights, a series of Friday night shows. Now you mentioned you're going to play Bossa Nova, but also I, I've got a little note here: deconstructed pop songs. Tell me about that. What what is going on there? Yeah, so there are some pop songs in the mix, but we do them pretty weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you might want to come take and a hear minute that to recognize well. which song it is. In a way, you might. Yeah, yeah right. You might. Yeah. So uh, we try to do some of that just to keep it. Interesting, and there is a long history of fooling around with popular music in in jazz practice. So um, totally, yeah. And you know, we work with um, pretty recent songs in a lot of cases. You know, songs from what would you say? Maybe the, from the '90s up to up to now. Up to now, yeah, yeah. So, so you're when you say deconstructed pop songs, you're playing it. I mean, I think of like Coltrane, my favorite things, or something like that, right? Is yeah, that kind of the idea? Like you're that. taking the, yeah. the basic melody and then you're 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 riffing off of that and playing off of that. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly yeah, that. Yeah, right. Um, and that 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 can be a fun thing to do to to find a to find a peculiar take on you know music that people have heard on the radio a certain way. Yeah, thousands of times. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know the. The presentation of something that you were quite familiar with in in a, in a new way um, is, I don't know. I I think like as people who continue to practice jazz, we do have a responsibility to to revitalize, you know, the on or, you know ongoing you know cultural production that's become kind of standardized in its its sound. Um, and and to inject improvisation and you know unique angles, uh, unique interpretations, yeah, in, into that material. Um, I I think that sounds amazing, and I I agree. I think that's really a cool thing. Well, it's the Felicia Daje Jazz Quartet with uh, Heather Mountcastle, Luke Weld, who's joined, who've both joined us, and then Sam Roberts, Clay Good on the drums, and that's happening for a series of Friday nights. And tonight is one of the nights. Starts at six o'clock. It's at the Crystal Saloon. They got pizza now too, so you could stop yeah. by and have pizza, and everything could make it your whole night. Yeah, it's, and but you play after uh, we're done. The, the Hot Club of Juno is going to be playing. That's a, a gypsy jazz group here in Juno that that is also you know becoming quite. Great, thanks for Quite mentioning popular. that. I didn't didn't know that. So, that's so you know, too. you okay, really can cool. spend your, yes. your whole your whole evening <laughs> yes. over there. I mean, pace the, yourself, pace yeah. yourself. But yeah, oh, you can definitely. There's, do there's pizza now to help. It's going to be a great night. <laughs> All so. right. Well, thanks to both of you for coming in and joining us, and uh, and have a great uh, have a great concert tonight. Have a great gig tonight at Felicidad Jazz Quartet. Felicidad Jay. Jazz Quartet. I you know, saw Heather was about to correct me. <laughs> at the Crystal Saloon, it starts tonight at 6 o'clock. Thanks to both of you again. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much.
Afternoon from Studio 2K, KTOO. I'm your host, Andy Klein. Boy, listening to that Bossa Nova makes you just want to go take a swim. Sort of, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it? And wouldn't Augustus Brown be a great place to go swim? It is going to be soon enough. And we're going to be talking right now with Tara Patterson from Parks and Rec here at CBJ. Tara, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So let's let's just get it right out there. Everyone wants to know what's going on with the renovations at Augustus Brown. We're getting close. (laughs) Um, We actually have, we've reached a point called substantial completion, which means most of the work is done. At this point, we are working with contractors to um, test out mechanical systems. Uh, We're still waiting on some, a few imperative parts that seem to be in transition, taking longer than they should to Juno. But, um, and those important parts still need to get uh, um, delivered, installed, and tested out for our big mechanical systems in the pool. Um, as you might imagine, you know, a pool has a lot of systems, uh, and they were all 50 years old, so they all yeah. needed updated, you know, plumbing, electrical, heating, uh, air handling systems, all and that stuff was re, re, uh, reworked. And, am I right in thinking that that's the majority of the work was in sort of behind the scenes in a way, all the mechanical stuff? The majority of the funding went to those things. Yeah. Uh, we were able to, thank you to the assembly, we were able to add the locker rooms into the project. And that was something at one point we didn't think oh. we were going to get to do. Okay, great. I didn't um, know that either. Okay, that's yeah, really cool. Yeah. Great. And then the other thing that we've uh, been able to add kind of I wouldn't say after the fact, but it's been a work in progress, has been some updates to the lobby. Uh, We got new flooring. Uh, We're working on having um, interior painting done right now. Um, A new mural will be going up, a new reception desk. So all those things were kind of, they weren't in the original scope of work, uh, but we found cost savings to be able to add those in. I remember when we, the, when it was first being proposed, a lot of, lot of uh, attention was being paid to don't get your 
Don't get your hopes up yes. about it's going to be transformed inside because really it's all behind the scenes. But now it sounds like actually there was a bit of a facelift that was able to be done on the outside. As Somewhat. Well. Yeah. Yes. And the exterior, we actually were able to paint um, and we're getting a new entryway sign. In the pool area itself, the smaller pool, the recreation pool, has been resurfaced, uh, new tile. Unfortunately, the lap pool has not, but that's that's a project for another day. It's, mm-hmm. it's not like a we'll never get to it. it just was a little more money and time um, than we could add into this project. And the sauna? The sauna has um, gotten a new heating element and uh, it has new benches and our facility maintenance staff actually has gone in and sanded down all the walls. So got a touch up. I would say we showed it a bit of love, but it, it's not brand new. <laughs> right. um, so you'll, you'll still recognize it. One of the main conference rooms of Juno there. The, it absolutely yeah, a lot is. Of business yes. gets done. <laughs> a lot of problems so get true. worked out politically and then, you know, who knows what actually happens. But anyway, <laughs> but I know. Oh, there's also a really exciting thing happening for you, which is an expo that's coming up in February. So tell yes. me about that. So one of the big things uh, that we are working on is getting staff so that we can actually open the pool. You can't have a pool without lifeguards on the pool deck. And I think it's interesting that you just mentioned how um, the community kind of comes together in the sauna because uh, the one thing I have noticed with this pool is it's a community gathering spot. Has been totally. for 50 years. Birthday parties, just yes. meeting people. You meet people at the pool, you, you know, yep. all that stuff. I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. Yeah. So we are hoping that um, hiring staff for the pool can also be a community, community effort. Um, we are looking for people who are interested in, you know, one shift a week, uh, who'd be willing to come in and work one shift, talk to people in the community, get a free pool pass and a little bit of money and a paycheck. Uh, We're also hiring for a full-time position. And then, you know, we have part-time positions that are much more than one shift a week. But um, I mentioned this because I don't want people to think, oh, well, I don't want to go work 20 hours a week. That job's not for me. You know, we have a lot of retired folks who come in and use the facility and maybe they're on a fixed income. A pool pass, a free pool pass is a great incentive to, you know, come work one day a week. So um, all that to say we are doing a hiring expo uh, February 13th. And uh, we will be opening up the lobby of the pool area of the Augustus Brand Pool uh, specifically for this hiring expo. Um, we are asking that people who only people who are interested in a job come check it out. Uh, we will be doing an open house at the beginning of March for the general public. Okay. So if you have just even a slight interest in maybe working, you know, one shift a week or coming in and working five shifts a week, um, this is a great opportunity to come in, see what we've done with the facility and put in an application. And we are also very happy to train uh, new lifeguards. We have a lifeguard class coming up the middle of February. So um, if you're a good swimmer and you know, you don't have to be 16 years old to be a lifeguard. I think there's a common misconception that lifeguards right. are, are young kids from the high school swim team. And that's great. We get a lot of those. Um, but we also are open during the daytime and we need adults. Maybe if they, you know, work a 
an unusual schedule where they have some flexibility uh, a few hours during the afternoons or whatever, uh, we're, we're open to anyone who is a good swimmer and would like to come work with us as lifeguards. And then we're also open to people who aren't good swimmers working at our front desk. That's what I was going to ask. There's more. What, what, what's the, t- tell me about sort of the variety of jobs sure. that you've got. Lifeguard, front desk. What, what else? Um, do you yeah. Like? So we also have swim instructors. And um, I mean, if you know anybody with children in Juneau, they would tell you we need more swim lessons. Um, <laughs> We can only put so many kids in the water for swim lessons if we don't have swim instructors. We are also very happy to train uh, swim instructors. If you enjoy the water, you don't necessarily have to be a good swimmer, but if you enjoy the water and you enjoy working with children, it's a great job for you. A couple days a week, not a a big time uh, constraint, great part-time job. Uh, We have a few school teachers on our staff and then also retired people who just enjoy working with children. Um, So swim instructors, front desk people, if you enjoy talking to people in the community, it's a great place to sit, catch up with people as they come in, you know, take some money here and there and sell a pool pass. Um, You know, we're really just looking for people who love the pool, love our community, and want to be part of what Augustus Brown is to the community. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Because it's sort of a moment to hit reset or, you know, just to sort Absolutely. of redefine and define in a new way yes. what this facility is. Yes. And I am very cognizant having um, worked with the department for a year and a half now. Uh, first thing I noticed about Augustus Brown is how much of a how much the community loves and supports it it's a very special place and I really want staff who understand that and want to be part of that and so that's really what we're looking for it's really you know it's so true I I think that if anyone ever doubted or thought Mo I wonder if we really need that pool boy the last <laughs> uh, few months or year almost of it being closed sort of definitely proves that 100 <laughs> percent people are very anxious to have that second pool reopened it's been a very tight squeeze out in the valley at Diamond Park um, it's great that we have that large facility for people to come to. Uh, but it's been made very clear to me over the last 10 months that one pool is absolutely not enough for our community. And we're really excited to get this downtown pool reopened uh, for the community in March. Yeah. And so cool to have it there. It's near Harborview, near the high school, you know, like mm-hmm. just the whole downtown community and both kids and adult community uh, downtown just really relies on that facility in lots of different ways. It's so interesting to me when you go to the pool, the the variety of people you see, you know, definitely, and you know, you kind of don't realize. I didn't know that person was a swimmer, or didn't know right. that person, you know. And then, and uh, and uh, boy, such a healthy activity, such a great thing to do. Absolutely. One thing I always tell my staff is, you're you get to be part of people coming together, but all walks of life, really. You know, you have senior citizens or people who struggle physically, um, who can barely walk through the door, but they get in the pool and they can exercise. You know, you have parents with their children. This is a time that they can come together without a TV screen or phones or anything getting in the way and just, you know, play together. Um, There's so many benefits to the pool that uh, our community can enjoy. And and so that's something I always tell my staff is you get to be a part of that. And, and that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Uh, well, is there anything else that you want people to know before we kind of wrap up here? Yeah. Um, so like I said, the hiring expo is February 13th. It's 530 to 7 p.m. And if if I've convinced you that it's something you're interested in and you don't even need to go to that, um, we do have an opportunity online 
designed to put in a, an application in the comfort of your own home. Um, that's bit.ly slash register CBJ Parks. And that will give you like access to our online applications and it'll tell you a little bit more about the positions. And if people just search CBJ Parks, is this the stuff's mm-hmm. available there as well if they haven't didn't Indeed. get that? Didn't yes. get that uh, that link. Yeah, so just CBJ Parks is the place to go for, for you know, I mean, Parks and Rec. Come on, you're part of yes. Parks and Rec. <laughs> How much fun would that be? It's a fun job, I promise. <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, thank you so much, uh, Tara, for coming in and letting us know about it, giving us an update on the progress that's happening at the pool, which is a really exciting to think that it's March. It looks like March you're trying to, going to schedule an open house for March. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we are looking at an open house and ribbon cutting the first part of March. And, you know, again, it, it kind of depends on, you know, the contractors sure. and the systems uh, fleshing out. But we're hoping for the first or second week of March to be reopening. That's exciting news. Yeah. All right. Well, Tara Patterson from Juno's Parks and Rec and Augustus Brown Swimming Pool. Thanks so much for coming in and let us know about it. If you're interested at all in uh, getting involved in the pool and maybe having it be either a part-time job or even more, you can uh, go online and search for CBJ Parks and Rec and the information on that is online. And there's this Expo, February 13th, 5.30 to 7 p.m. You can go in person and find out all about it. Tara, thanks so much. Thank you. Okay. For Juno Afternoon, broadcast live on KTOO 104.3 FM, online at KTOO.org, and rebroadcast on the station at 7 o'clock. For more information on the show or to listen to past shows, you can go to KTOO.org slash Juno Afternoon. Boston Christopher is our producer, and we had help today from Aaron Tripp. Theme music by Indian Agent. I'm Andy Klein, your host for today. Thanks for joining us.